Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. Tis a sparse week of news, but each news story is big and fills us with joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Beautiful. So let's kick things off by uh. ripping the shit mercilessly out of Philip <laughs> Munchen. Is that how you pronounce the last name? I was never sure. <laughs> I think it's Munchen. Oh, lovely. That, that's what I've heard other people shit. saying. So what kind of a week has Philip had? I think a bad week. Oh. Well, he's gone from being an editor to basically having the value of a QAnon shit poster. So congratulations <laughs> on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he'll ever work again in game reviewery. I think is- he would struggle to get work on buzzfeed i think that he has yeah, uh yeah oh bless you philip he's he's it's endearing because he, he tried to double down he tried to ride shit out so and- let's yeah let, let's <laughs> let's just i think we because we by the time we did our show last week they'd already fired him they had uh, yeah oh, they they'd had, let him yeah. go um oh. and yeah <laughs> so since then uh ladies and gentlemen he he uh this this guy who was fired immediately for plagiarism from IGN last week, uh, put out, air quote, an apology video. Now, uh, I've seen this apology video. He has since taken it down. Uh, I recommend the YouTuber Young Ye, who has a wonderful, wonderful line-by-line analysis of it, which was <laughs> fucking hilarious and well worth your time. Um, yeah, this guy never apologized. Near. Not once, not close, not even a little bit. And as you say, he doubled down on this. Yeah, he uh, he placed a bet, and it did not work out for him. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, he he went through saying, "Oh, this is this is all a mistake." Like, um, no. <laughs> and uh, it was he was the victim. He's had a horrible week. It starts with his long dramatic <sighs> noise that he does. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he has, you know, he is so put upon. It's hard being Philip. It's week. hard being. It's, hard. it's difficult to be Philip. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. And and it, well, the the best bit of the video was how you know in between him being originally fired and this video coming out, uh, Kotaku's is it Jason Schreier Schreier, yeah. uh, who who is right. Now, he is known for something, actually, Jason Schreier. He, he's well-known for discovering your shit <laughs> if your name is, I don't know, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon. Uh, Jason has a spade, and he likes to use it. Yeah, and it's a very efficient, well-working spade. Uh, and so, while he while his job is basically undercovering secrets of huge corporations and game studios and all kinds he's, of things, when he turns his attention to a thick YouTuber, it, it's uh, well, you know, it's it's a sledgehammer he, to crack done, a nut, yeah. isn't it? Really, he's, he's yeah. done with you in his lunch break. Yeah, you know, because he had already in the article, you know, discussing this, he had already found a few further inklings that this was not Philip's first rodeo yeah. with, uh, with yeah. it was not his first flirtation with plagiarism. And, uh, Philip saw that. And I'm just saying if it was me, and this is why I am a lesser man than Philip Munchen, I would have 
ducked and covered. I would have, you know, I would have prayed that this just roll, let things go. I would be aware of the, the the skeletons in the closet, and I would not invite him to have a fucking look. It's incredible, isn't it? It's... Philip didn't take that tack. No. Philip said, please have a look through my previous work, and if you can find anything else, I will be, you know, shocked. <laughs> he said this he said this to the internet yeah yeah he did internet don't fuck around no especially when they don't like you <laughs> they don't like him so, so <laughs> uh, yeah the, it turns out that uh, Philip for, has been doing this for several years a lot of um, and let's let's talk about it's in the in the realm of you know reviewing anything it's easy for reviews to sound similar. You know, it's easy for, you know, if the consensus on something is such and such, it's easy for things to sound kind of, uh, you know, similar. It's easy to mistake, you know, uh, meld together different things in your head. Philip stole shit. (laughs) Absolutely. He just took things, rearranged, uh, you know, his reviews are just copy-paste and then drag the, you know, the beginning of a sentence to the end. He, you know, he remixed. That's actually a tactic. He could have called. He could have said that he was a, a connoisseur, a, 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 the patron of a new art form. The remixed review. <laughs> I should have gone for that. Yeah, the mashup. Uh, hey, Seth MacFarlane's uh, pulling it off with movies. Yeah, damn right. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people find a lot of his reviews. The, I mean, the best one. The absolute best one was when it was discovered that not only was he was he <laughs> plagiarizing reviews from other sites and YouTubers, he was plagiarizing reviews from other IGN writers. Smashing, isn't it? Oof. It was fucking beautiful. People thought uh, that uh, people contacted, the, they found a review. Uh, let me see, where is it? Yeah, uh, it was written by, uh, where is it? I can't actually find it. Nintendo Life, I know that was one. Yeah. They no, this was a- one which actually he uh, plagiarized from a, a, an IGN writer. Right, And right. people got in contact. People were like, well, maybe, you know, since they were working at the same company, they collaborated. Maybe they can, you know. Uh, he got permission for that one. He fucking didn't. <laughs> the no. guy on Twitter was just blown away that he had been ripped off by his own website. It's uh, it's astounding. It really is. I see on yeah. this article they've noticed that even his LinkedIn resume is a copy yeah. from a job template website. Mm-hmm. My God, this guy has done nothing. He he's, really is amazing. <laughs> I'm stunned. It, it, in some ways, it's admirable as an achievement in itself. But wouldn't it have just been easier to write some fucking game reviews? That's what I can't get past. <laughs> it's not... It's not... Uh, right, okay, sorry. It was a, a review of uh, Octopath Traveler by uh, Seth Macy. And his, his response to having it pointed out, Jesus fucking Christ. There you go. That was his... It yeah. Says it all, doesn't it? really yep. does um i mean we're not talking about this is a research scientist who copied somebody's research this is a some sort of development company that with industrial espionage or whatever 
just play the game and write down if you think you liked it or not. You fucking twat. Why do Why do you need to copy that? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing he said in his video that really angered everyone was that he likes to sort of look at all the reviews of something before he, he writes his own thing. What a crock of shit. Look, I, I write game reviews. I, I wouldn't claim to be on the level of a professional IGN writer. I have no journalistic training whatsoever. I just like writing game reviews. I've chosen to not write game reviews because I've seen too many reviews of those games. Octopath Traveler <laughs> is an example. I, I've seen everyone review that. There's no way I can just give you my original thoughts on that and not come close to saying the same thing someone else has said. So I'm not going to say anything. I'll tell you, yeah. I like the game. I think it's good. But if you want a fine depth review of it, a million people have done it on YouTube. I have nothing to add. Philip just copied all of that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yep. Oh, uh, it, it, um, yeah. He has since gone dark. Yeah. Which he should have done in the first place. Yeah. yeah. What, he, what was... he should have done is say, yeah, I did that. I'm sorry. Those, that's all. It, in fact, that sentence, just put yeah. that on Instagram or something. You'd be amazed at how well apologizing can work. Like genuinely apologizing. People can actually think more of you. If you do, if you got caught doing something wrong, and then straight up say, "Yep, I'm really sorry. I, I did that. There's no excuse. I, uh, you know, I'm, I throw myself on your mercy, and I promise never to do it again." You can actually come out of that better than if you hadn't done anything wrong at all. Yeah, Philip fucked that up. <laughs> he only had to say sorry yeah. to to his camera in his house, not even to a person's face. I mean, he was going to be fired by IGN, whatever. Oh, that was done, yeah. <laughs> but it, it would have ended it there. You certainly don't challenge Jason Schreier to find more shit on you when mm -hmm. you know there is more shit, when you know you've copied everything you've ever put on the internet. Uh, I, wow. I, I recorded a, a I Did Games Now today where I just said he's clearly a broken person. <laughs> it's i mean the sociopathy of posting an apology video that doesn't include the word sorry it is just that's off the map crazy and i'm thinking maybe he was angling for a job at ea <laughs> because that was you know i'm pretty sure that 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 apology video it, you know they probably are looking at, to include that in their next employee brief yeah it would have worked this is how you do it, folks. This is what you do. Uh, I mean, the only other the only other reason for putting it. Do you think something terrible has happened to Philip in his past? Something you know, people are you know the mob are into him and they're holding something over his head and he can't do anything. But he can't go to anyone and he's just. This is his way of trying to reach out for people to look into his life and discover the terrible, terrible things that have been done to him. That makes more it, it, sense than what he's actually done. It's Is the that really? thing that serial killers fundamentally want to be caught. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's what it is. You, I think that actually you you kind of never attribute to malice what you can more easily attribute to stupidity. Absolutely. I think you're just really fucking lazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and clearly without ability. Unless you want to consider copying and pasting an ability. 
<laughs> I mean, essentially, he didn't earn his job. He didn't earn any notoriety he might have had. Uh, other people did. Uh, he just copied it and sent it to IGN and got a job somehow. Well, not somehow. We're taking the work of better people. <laughs> and I did see, uh, I saw a lot of... Uh well, not a lot, uh, to be fair. <laughs> not a lot. People genuinely sort of hate this guy. Uh, but I did see the occasional uh, thing that pops up every so often, sort of, uh, I don't know if I'm misusing the term, but virtue sig signaling people saying, oh, don't, you know, yeah, he did this, but this guy's lost his job and he's, you know, he has a family and he's going to be struggling to make ends meet. And that's really hard. And it's like, yeah, maybe if he had worried about that, he wouldn't be in this situation. That's not my responsibility Absol to take his family and his well-being into consideration. The, the, the thing is with this, I mean, it can't be compared to some sort of other Twitter-based outrage or some shit like that. When you hear about people who said the wrong thing on Twitter and now they've lost their job and they were just a normal person beforehand and now they're this fucking hated Twitter celebrity, whatever. And there we might have a different argument. But hmm. this guy did something wrong at work and got fired. That that's all there is to it. Yeah, there, there's absolutely. No, yeah. There's no oh, he did. It was a mistake. He's a night. No bollocks. Bollocks to it. He did something malicious and wrong, and he broke the rules of his job, of his industry, and he's paying the price for that. Now, don't abuse this guy. Personally, you know, there have been people sending shit to his family and stuff like that. Yeah, that's you, wrong. You people are as equally broken as him. I mean, think about you it. Know. As much as we hear him, his family, they have to put up with him constantly. Yeah. You know, some of them are responsible for his fucking existence. Deal with yeah, that. Yeah, that's got to be a that's got to be a tough, a tough gig. Uh, but yeah, no, no, he, he did the bad thing and he got caught <laughs> and is now... Uh, suffering what the internet does to people um yeah. th that said you know while we're on the subject uh i'm now going to use this as my example of why gamergate is absolutely brimming of shit um uh, yes go for it um had nothing to say about this have you lads nope, actual, not a thing. actual lack of ethics in video game journalism yep like shining glowing fucking example number one and you've had nothing to say because he's not a girl fuck yeah. you all very much indeed um that has always been my stance on that issue but mm -hmm. now i feel this is actual proof <laughs> yeah pretty much if proof of any were needed and i'm saying uh, that as someone who fucking hates anita sarkeesian i i've I no idea who she really is I, I, other than I, i've never liked the meme i i really very dislike her if, if you look into her as a person and what she says and does, she's an extremely dislikable human being on There's every level. In no way should she be fucking doxxed and, and death-threatened or anything like that. I, she's just an absolute horrible person. Um, Why aren't they doing that to Alex Jones? Because they're all, they like Alex Jones. Yeah. This, this, come on, the crossover between InfoWars audience and Gamer Gators. That's a <laughs> big fucking crossover, isn't it? I was going to say, in the Venn diagram, it's just basically the same circle. It's a circle, yeah. So that's, uh, that's why. 
but clearly, yeah, they're full of shit. Now, I wonder if in three years someone will do a multi-hour YouTube video response to this show like they did when I talked about Gamergate before. That was another... Did you, Did I ever tell you about that? Nope. Yep. Oh, when did, when was the last time it. you talked about Gamergate? Uh, four years ago. When it, when it happened. When right. It, when it was the big thing, we mentioned it on... It, it was an episode of Do Ask, Do Tell. And Simon was on it and all sorts of things. And we talked about Gamergate. And How'd then, that go? as a show, it was fine. And mm-hmm. we put it out and forgot we ever did it, like every other podcast I've ever recorded in my life. Then, sort of last year, I started getting emails from uh, met, uh, messages on Twitter from Gamergaters. Like, oh, are, you gonna, are you going to respond to our response? Like, I didn't say a word. I didn't it's acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't acknowledge anything. And someone had made a three-part uh, YouTube video, which each part was an hour long, where he broke down our episode of Do Ask, Do Tell and and made a, pot, a YouTube video out of it and with his arguments to me. It's like, I honestly don't give a shit, mate. I re- honestly, reply to what you want. I don't care what you think. <laughs> Just I really don't care. I certainly don't care enough to even respond to you once on twitter so i ignored it and nothing ever happened but it's up there on youtube somewhere i don't know fuckers it's just oh dear oh dear so philip if you're out there <laughs> that windy uh, pops was for you yeah yes. that was I, I am drinking yes uh it's yeah it's been a stressful day uh yeah but if you're out there um I'd like to thank you. <laughs> You've given me so much entertainment this week. Uh, and I eagerly await your next uh, video. It, did you have a look at his YouTube page, though? It's kind of sad. No, like, I haven't. There's, there's, I haven't. Very, you know, there, there's plenty of videos, but they're all like months apart. So he doesn't even have like that to fall back on. Right. Okay. I am so curious to find out what, he, what he's going to do next. What? Because... Anywhere he applies for work, as soon as they Google him, this is coming up. Yeah. He, he's just going to have to get a job where it doesn't matter who you are and what you've done. I pick that up and put it down over their level job. Yeah. Or, you know, that kind of thing. And even then, I'm doing those places down unfairly. Like, I'm pretty sure they want to know that you're not going to like Nick shit. And, yeah. And uh, Philip has a history of that. <laughs> so you don't know uh, you don't know I don't know what he's going to do I know he's not going to do anything to do with video games yeah that's mm. I mean could you imagine this fucker setting up a Patreon <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like who's going to even watch his fucking YouTube videos if he ever makes another one I'm he, amazed this channel is, is his Twitter still up <laughs> no idea uh, I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's replied to anything yeah, his no, last tweets are from a few days ago. To paraphrase uh, Kate Blanchett in uh, Lord of the Rings, I think he has gone into the West and diminished. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. So thank you, Philip, for a good 25 minutes of podcast there. That was, that was we appreciate it. Yeah, his last thing was in July 31st. Uh, it was his, I, I mean, that's sad because he still has all of his IGN stuff up on his Twitter feed. Oh. And as a, the thing is, I'm I'm pretty sure most of those links will now be dead because IGN made the decision to pull all of his stuff 
from the site. Rightly so. I, I, uh, and I think they're st- they're in the process of, and I don't know how they can, they said they're going to review a bunch of, re-review a bunch of stuff, which is fair. Uh, you don't want to hurt the, you know, games, Metacritic scores and all that crap over one decade. But uh, they said, it seems like they said they're probably going to go through his reviews and try to figure out whether or not they are, you know, genuine or... I wouldn't waste my time. I, would, I personally wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, I would just, you know, scrape it down, leave the score. Yeah, get someone else to write a new one. Yeah. That's all you can do, really. Cause so much fuss, Philip. Hope you're embarrassed. I don't think you are, though. I don't think you give a shit, to be honest. Beyond your own sort of well-being. I don't, I don't, it didn't strike me as someone who really gives a shit. Uh, It's very, he looked like a very manipulative person. Um, I can see people doing it. Trust me. <laughs> That's that, it's something I do. Um, anyway, let's move on. Hey, there's a switch dock I might get. This is pretty <laughs> cool. It's only thirty quid. Yeah. Oh. Wouldn't you believe Nintendo? It turns out that the, that the price Nintendo charges you for things isn't really the what? price what that it costs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this uh, this well, uh, this is the, uh, the third party switch dock from Inuora, which is a difficult thing to say. But it's tiny. It's not really a. It's not a dock. It's not something you put your switch no. into. It's a little sort of. It's like a dongle. Yeah, I was just going to say it's it's definitely dongly. It's de- definitely dongly. But it uh, threw up something that I didn't know about the original Switch dock is that it does not uh, this the original Switch dock does not have an Ethernet port. It does not. No, I did not know that. It, uh, that it, was surprising. Yeah, it has a USB port to put one in. Yeah, that you have to put in an adapter or a dongle <laughs> to get uh, Ethernet on on your Switch. I, I was completely unaware of that, and as someone who I I am a weirdo. I like to have everything plugged in. Just I trust the wires. The wires, the wires wouldn't hurt me. The wires are king. Uh, yeah, I would be if I had bought a switch and opened it up and uh, there was no Ethernet port. I'd be like, what? Yeah. What? What? Where? Why? I I nearly got one. It just it what, speaks again to Nintendo's weird distrust of the internet. It does a little bit, doesn't it's it? It's like don't don't put an Ethernet port on it. They might connect to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I don't mean, know what they'll do on the internet. They I might nearly, look up PS4s. <laughs> I nearly got one. They're they're only cheap because you just get one of those little USB things off Amazon. They're about twelve quid. I've just realised I ended up buying one anyway for my Mac because uh, that also doesn't has a, have an Ethernet port. And if you really want to get angry about something not having an Ethernet port, it should. My laptop Mac. Is, is higher <laughs> up the list than the switch but at the, at the end of the day it only does anything if you connect it if you docked uh which i rarely am with the switch and it wi-fi is not bad in the house yeah. if it's docked in the look that it was sat next to the router when it was docked so you know if why if wi-fi can't do that then uh, yeah but i'm like is that is that too close where's the where's the right Where's the right, you know, sweet spot? Oh, there's no, no. Close is good. Close is good. Line of sight, close is, is very good. Uh, but it's fine all over the house. I might, I've might i been thinking about getting a bit of a booster for up here. 
just to transfer stuff between my two computers because it's slow for that. But it's still faster than my internet connection. So that's Are you getting... being beamed up? No, it was something unmuted. Sorry, my bad. All right. Wrong. Okay. It's cool. But this looks pretty cool. And it also works with everything else that has USB-C, which is pretty handy. Yeah, I still don't have anything that has USB-C. I'm kind of pissed off at that. I feel like I'm living in the past. I have a PC. Oh, with it, yeah. I've, my, la- my laptop's got it, and uh, it's like magic. Oh, damn it. I, oh, <sighs> I've got a couple of things that sort of charge with it. So there's the Switch, obviously. The 8-bit do controller is a USB-C charge uh, thing. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, with that sort of stuff, you don't. it doesn't make any difference because it's just power. Yeah, it, you know, there's no actual clever stuff going on with USB-C. There's a port on the back of the motherboard of my new PC, but don't know what I'm going to plug into it. Mm. Maybe one well, of these. Perhaps. Although I do, you know, whenever I see these now, the uh, Switch uh, docks, I do sort of immediately think, ah, oh, okay. Wonder how long until Nintendo bricks the fucking thing. Well, yeah, they have done that. They, they have some form on off. that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so, you know, Nintendo do seem to like to have the attitude of, oh, that's a really nice, that's a really nice third party dock you plug in your Switch into. Be a shame if something were to happen to it. Oh, and it's, it's such a Nintendo thing to do. We don't want you having third party docks. Okay, well, will you sell me one? No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> what are you, mad? Um, wh- what? <laughs> Just. Well, okay, we'll make like 10,000, release those 10,000 worldwide at an extortionate cost of money. How about that? Are you happy now? They did that, and now that's it. No more Switch docks, just to buy a Switch dock from Nintendo. They just don't want you using someone else's. Hmm. But they don't want you to use theirs either. And looking at this thing, I, w- I was thinking, you know, this it, it is a dongle more than a dock, but at least it's not going to scratch your fucking screen. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's like the fucking ROMs. Don't yes. pirate those ROMs. Or will you sell them to me? No. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be putting us in an intractable position here, which, uh, while kinky, it's going to make me do something you're not going to like. <laughs> yeah, and that will feature the pirate bay, everybody. Yeah. Some ROMs. Because you can't take down the pirate bay. <laughs> no. So they're all up there still. They're just not conveniently arranged on a website. In fact, they're put together in nice zip files for you to download an entire platform of Nintendos in one file. Yep. Just drop those fuckers on a fi- on a on a on a stick or a, a drive and plug it into a Pi, or you know. I, I've even seen for the Pi, like you can download full thirty-two, sixty-four, hundred and twenty-eight gigabyte images to just yeah. put on your whatever micro SD to save card. you from having to you know uh install and set up and do everything it's just like no here's just an image we got it working for you oh they're, they're oh, really you go. yeah I, I i hear they're really good because they cut mm-hmm. and the, the whole cataloging thing is done all the graphics are there all the menus are nice and oh it's brilliant if you wanted to do that i, I don't you know i mean but. if you did i mean i even you know if that if uh, while you're doing that, you, you need some uh, distraction. I've heard that the Pirate Bay even features uh, images and videos of burr ladies. Fuck off, does it? I no know. way, what? I know, I know. <laughs> Gonna have to... Mm. 
Oh, I thought that section was all just second-hand stuff. No, I get it now. Yeah. Wrong kind of porn. I got mixed up. I was... Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah, it happens. It happens. You know, it's uh, homonyms. You know, they get you. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, while we're on the Switch... My vision certainly lets me down sometimes. Don't know why that is. Uh, I can't imagine. Uh, we also have it. We have a release date for Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch, which I only wanted yeah. to put in so I could say, see, it is still coming. I know. <laughs> it's, uh, this bizarrely disappeared. For a long time, mm. everything that came out in it after you know the big announcement when they did the the you know really revealed the Dark Souls uh, amiibo, which I've no interest in Dark Souls on the Switch or any other uh, platform, but I do want that amiibo. I'm just looking at it now. Does 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 the knight look a bit chubby? Yeah, he's a bit chubby. It's it's what? it looks. Knights more... can't be chubby. No, they can. That's I'm not fat shaming that is, or anything. That it's is just... classic night shaming. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, that aren't, you know, it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination, does it? It's very form fitting the uh, the the wear of the night. You, the you all yeah. you all want your like Heath Ledger style a knight's teal, uh, '90s modern '90s man knights with their a... their with their slutty 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 chain meal. He's just a uh, bit up and down, as my mum would say. There's not much, there's not much shape to him. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have curves, really. That's that, Anyway, it's just a fucking amiibo. But I did have the feeling, right, when they had the whole, like, oh, it's coming out on the Switch. And then, oh, it's coming out later. And you think, ah, no way, Sunshine, Nintendo have done a direct and they've said they're doing a fucking amiibo. It's coming out. And you get the feeling that that means someone from Nintendo flies out to where Dark uh, Bandai Namco, oh, probably drives then, uh, to Bandai Namco. And so no, they still fly. It's uh, just, yeah. you know, they're Nintendo. They probably teleport, but don't tell anybody. Oh, you got teleportation? <laughs> yes, we can't buy it. But if you try and do it, we'll sue you, bootlegging it. Yeah. And, and they basically stand in the office where Dark Souls Remastered is being done and point you, get on. Yeah. Hmm shop no you're not here to talk you're here to make dark souls remastered get on with it but in japanese and that's what happened so i i, f I feel that you know it was always coming out but we have not even said what the date is on, on the podcast here uh what is it uh, 19th of october which is better because they initially said it was delayed in, into summer and i thought it's not really a summery game autumn you know it feels a little better my October feels better for this year. Oh, well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> I'm not playing Dark Souls Remastered. God damn it. <laughs> you don't get people you, things for their anniversary, do you? No. have never done that. Well, it's our fifth anniversary, so, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> a nice cursed. number. If you want to throw <laughs> shut up, you tart. If anyone wants to get it, wants to throw me down. Tart. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh, okay. Well, another thing that's on its way, not necessarily to the Switch, but it's still very close to my heart, is THQ Nordic has bought Time Splitters. And now, this is exciting. It's very weird because it's THQ who are, you know, that's just a name now. That was sold off, and, you know, that's like Atari. Yeah. It's yeah. just something that, you know, we ha it's kind of a thing we don't really know who that is. No, we do now because Nordic Games were a company before. All oh, right, okay. What did um, they do? 
Uh, oh, now I need to go to yeah research. Wikipedia. You could have just gone along with what I was saying, but you questioned me, and now you have to you have to Google foo shit. Exactly. THQ Nordic Wikipedia page. Oh shit! I've gone to their homepage. That's no good. Right. People, just a PSA. I'm not saying that when you question me that you're wrong. I'm just saying it's so much easier to go along with things. That is true. So THQ Nordic GmbH. I think that's like Limited, but for Austrian mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. Formerly Nordic Games, uh, an Austrian video game publisher based in Vienna. Uh, mm. I like them already. Began in 1990. Uh, I'm looking for some. I want some game titles. Yeah. Something I recognize, please. <laughs> just uh, a bunch of Nordic games. Just a lot of games I don't recognize the name of. Broken Sword. That's that's a, that's why. That's I a know. thing. Oh that's yes, games that I've played. I've actually played that. There you go. Oh. Uh, there we go. It's a long, long, long list of games. To be perfectly honest. Uh, but yeah, they they were a company that made games beforehand, and and when THQ imploded and, yeah they they got the the company bit of it without the and then the ip was all sold off separately so that yeah so they just added the thq bit to their name so yeah they're not technically the original thq but it's a better situation than atari yeah yeah okay or, or yeah Commodore this is the first time whatever. that it's changed hands this is not you know uh, our, you know, the name is not quite the torn, rancid ride yeah, yeah, that is the, Atari. The, this was literally a merger of companies. Um, Have we heard anything else about the VCS? I feel like that's gone quiet again. No, that's gone, that's gone quiet again. Mm, interesting. Must look into that for next week's show, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so they've bought uh, Time Splitters, which is a, you know, beloved... Uh, would you call it a cult following, or was it? it have it had it had a big enough following at the time? Yeah, uh, I, I put it in. Right, I've played the shit out of these games. <laughs> um, Time Splitters two specifically, and of that specifically, the multiplayer. This Time Splitters two full way multiplayer was a big deal in my house at uni. Right, um, and I have spent many, many hours of my life sat fighting my friend tom who never beat me and always picked it up and i'll be seeing him in a few weeks and once again reminding him of this because i bought it for the ps2 and i'm going to take it on the trip that we're all going on so i can just prove all these years later that he still can't beat me i wonder i just i'm wondering from this story if there's possibly some reason that uh you don't see each other so much anymore well uh, you know <laughs> Life gets in the way, um, <laughs> yeah, and all of that. So I'm I'm quite excited to see a Time Splitters game ca- come back. I I hear the single player was quite well done. I yeah, sort of played it a bit, but really it was a multiplayer game, uh, made by yeah, uh, created by several ex Rare employees who worked on titles such as GoldenEye. On the end, which is why it always, yeah, it always felt like a, uh, you know, even though it was a slightly more modern, uh, you know, first person shooter, it still had like some uh, DNA from, yeah, uh, yeah. and 64 days. Like the, uh, the, the fact that the crosshair didn't stay in the middle of the screen, the crosshair sort of moved around, 
the screen. It's occurring uh, to me how much of my, my university failure is the responsibility of these people. Actually, now. <laughs> because the, Go- here Go- they come back for more. <laughs> GoldenEye 007 on the N64 definitely ruined at least one degree course. That was that was definitely one, and that was four player on a fourteen inch square CRT television. That's how we played games in those days. And then mm-hmm. another degree might well have been negatively affected by Time Splitters Two on the PlayStation. Slightly less painful playing it four way split screen on a thirty six inch television. And mm. but you know, these people owe me a fucking degree in their games. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah. So they ended up the uh, press release with this by saying full details of future time splitters and second sight products will be revealed in due course. So it seems after all these years of people going on and on about it, because the last time uh, we heard anything about time splitters was in uh, the uh, abysmal Homefront 2 uh, that oh, came yes. out. Was it this year or just at the tail end of last year? I think it was this year. Uh, yeah, not a very, not a very good game, but within it was hidden a, a an arcade machine which contained the first few levels of, I think, Time Splitters Two, right? Uh, fully playable, and people got very excited that it meant that they might, you know, this hinted that we might be seeing uh, at the very least a port, if not a full remaster, to uh, you know modern consoles and and PC, but. Uh, nothing ever came of that so it was just a very odd thing of developers reminding people of a much better game within their <laughs> shitty game it was very weird yeah yeah remember this so game strange. it's not as good as it's better than the one you're playing sorry yeah really was it really it, it really backfired it was like you know an easter egg should not be the main course exactly <laughs> I've, uh, while we've been talking as well, I've found a proper list of THQ Nordic games, and this the moment has passed. Has you it failed. passed? This is the police. De Blob, Titan Quest, Red Where Faction. Is the Gor- yeah, they did the uh, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition. <laughs> well, we know that they can come up with a good name. Yeah, that was them. What's, <laughs> what's the? Oh yeah, the next thing. I'm are they? Are they? Um, in the back of my head, I have a feeling. Are they doing um, the Darksiders three? Yes, yes, right. That's them as well. Mm. I'm very dubious about that. I've not played any of the others, although I I discovered recently I own the first one, which I'm it's... imagining was in some sort of bundle at some point. I yeah, I think I have an odd feeling that even if you have no memory, if you have no, if this is the first time you've heard of the term Dark uh, Darksiders, you probably own at least one of them. Yeah, and the the Warmastered edition it was as well, the remastered edition. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing here on this list. So. I got a free upgrade to that, I think. Maybe I did. Uh, I had I had the original version of it, and they, when they released the uh, the upgraded edition, uh, I think I got that. I think I got that for free automatically. That happened to me with uh, Bioshock as well. Yes, same here as well. Bioshock one and two. That's very nice of them. <laughs> I can't complain. Yeah. I can't complain. Sony didn't do that for me. No. We heard you bought Bioshock for your PS3. Well, here's the new remaster. No, they made me buy it again. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be asked playing it. Once I'd got it, it's still mm-hmm. there in the drawer. Annoying me. Anyway, <laughs> NVIDIA did a thing, and I'm ever so excited in a nerdy, nerdy way. 
<laughs> Emma, it's time to tune out. <laughs> time for a sleep. Sorry, uh, Emma. That's fine. Don't be silly. So, you know, we, the, the 1080 GTX 1080 graphics card from NVIDIA is, is a very good graphics card, but nevertheless two years old. And yeah, it's hard to believe that. Yeah. It really is. Um, listen to me, because I'm Mr. Fucking PC Gaming now. Shut you really are. It, it happens. <laughs> um, and so we, we've kind of been waiting. When are NVIDIA going to announce the how, how long have you been waiting, Rich? How maybe long? five, ten minutes. Something like that. <laughs> as soon as I read the first article that made me think, oh, are we waiting? Okay. Um, and and it, they've begun. I bet you're the kind of fucker who joins like a queue just as it starts moving. Yes, and, yes, I am. And everyone else has been waiting there for hours, and you're like, "Oh, typical A," you know. You should like, see me on the tills at Aldi. It's <laughs> honestly, I I've got it down to science. You, get where, off those tills. Where, where science <clears throat> meets art, it, it's just it's incredible <laughs> what I can do there. The speed at which I get through those now. Is phenomenal. It's so much quicker than Asda. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Well, better new- be fucking faster than Sainsbury's. They have ruined their self checkouts. They updated the software on all of them, and it has been a catastrophe. Has it really? It hate- freaks out whenever you put something. Uh, you know, if you have the gall to put something in the uh, uh, in the bagging area, it just it doesn't not know what to do. It freaks. Out. Yeah, it's bad. I hate those things so much. But I'm trying to get to NVIDIA. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to make you wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so they announced that their the new, it's called the Turing architecture. Yep. Uh, or Turing. Mm-hmm. I'm never quite Which sure. Which I think this makes this, I think this makes this uh, NVIDIA's first batch of gay graphics cards. I was so waiting for that. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty incredible. So this first card that they've announced is not for gamers. Although I'm looking at it thinking, why the fuck not? Why? I mean, yeah, it's 10 grand. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's the thing. It might be classed as prohibitively expensive. But could you not? Could, would this not run F1 2017 pretty well? You know? Probably, yes. Yeah, probably. It, um, it, you, you know, I fully, if you want to put some of that simply syndicated money towards it. Uh, because you haven't been paying me, and I mean, yeah, by you, now you, you must have at least ten grand's worth, you know, out of me. So that money must be somewhere. I totally think you should put it towards this. If I find that, I will put it towards this. Um, yeah, I fully endorse that. I'll happily give up that ten grand. The Quadro RTX eight thousand, the flagship card. It is ten thousand dollars. I fucking I like, love that name. Actually, it's. it's I can I like that they don't go with the bullshit, you know, Titan, or anything. It's like it's a Quadro RTX eight thousand. Just you know, it's it, not for you. It has forty-eight gigabytes of GDDR six memory on it. I was unaware there was a GDDR six. I thought five was where we were at. Apparently not. If you're Nvidia. They've got <laughs> they've got GDDR6 and they've put 48 gigabytes on this graphics card. My graphics card has eight gigabytes. I think mine has six. <laughs> uh, it clocks its ray tracing capabilities at 10 gig arrays a second, 
Which Let's is just impressive. pause and go over that word. Giga rays. Giga rays. Beautiful. Because <laughs> it, it's specializing in, in ray tracing, in light. I have rays. no clue what a giga ray is. Exactly. And until something else comes out from a different company that ranks itself in giga rays, we have no idea as to whether that's any good or yeah. not. It might as well just say 10 bleh. <laughs> it's as meaningless. You might as well just say gigawatts. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Well, no, because a, a gigawatt Giga is a thing. Yeah. That's actually a thing. A, a, a gigaray is something they've made up for this card. Um, and we love it. We're all on board with that. Yeah. Um, it has 16 teraflops of computing power. A teraflop. I don't know what what one no. what constitutes a teraflop, but I know that these are the units by which one measures computing power. And I'm mm. currently typing into Google. What Xbox, is a flop? Xbox I mean, and why one is gig a flop power? Uh, to see what like it, point point zero 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 one or something. Well, let's see. Uh, no, not at all. So. Six right, so an Xbox One S X has six teraflops of computing power. Right, so PS, this is two the, and a half or two and a third. Xbox One X's on a graphics card, just just on the card. This is before you've put it in a in a computer that I'm guessing you're really putting in with one of those thirty two core Threadripper chips, because hmm. why the fuck would you not? Um and it's it's just these are just i know their numbers but they just stagger me a lot and i kind of can't wait to so that we'll we're hoping i suppose that we'll see the new consumer card which yeah. will not cost ten thousand dollars but will I also think, mm. not have 48 gigs of gddr6 memory and so on yeah it'll be a bit more powered back uh this is the uh I am. I am still wondering whether we're gonna whether this next thing is gonna be called, uh, you know, because we're on the ten, six, fifty, sixty, seventy, and eighty. Yeah. I am wondering whether we're gonna go to the eleven, fifty, sixty, seventy, ready, or whether they're gonna go to twenty. Dunno. I don't know, but I'm excited for that. <laughs> but uh, I think one of the big things was the, uh, the, the. Last time we saw this back at E3, uh, they ran a bunch of demos for ray tracing yeah, in yeah. various things. And they ran, uh, uh, by now, did their rounds, uh, uh, Star Wars, Captain Phasma and Stormtroopers demo, which was a little scene of Stormtroopers chatting and then Captain Phasma shows up and it was to show off the, uh, the benefits of ray tracing. But that thing was running on four of their last generation Volta cards all hooked up inside uh, one, you know, one rig, and it apparently was running quite hot at uh, rendering this thing in real time. Apparently, with these new uh, touring cards, it only takes one of them to make that run at the same frame rate, so it's exciting. It really is. I am keen to see more ray tracing. I like me some nice shadows and reflections. I feel really nerdy just for saying that. But I like these things too now, which is uh, <laughs> uh, which is good. I'm just looking at the gigaflops of a GTX 1080. 
Why must uh, everything related to video games, at least Giga Rays doesn't sound sexual. A 1080 is 8.2 gigaflops, and a 1080 Titan is 10 gigaflops. Hmm. So that's how that compares. And also illustrates why Microsoft have such trouble doing 4K gaming, even with an Xbox One X. Because... Yeah, there's... Well, that thing's not as powerful as a GTX 1080, and you'd struggle to get... You're not getting 60 frames a second 4K gaming ultra settings with a 1080, which is why I went with the 1080p monitors. I did feel slightly bad for uh, Microsoft uh, this week. Uh, just slightly because it turned out uh, it, uh, this hit just before last week's show, but we didn't cover it. The uh, there was a new trailer put out for Red Dead Redemption Two, mm-hmm. and it was the first gameplay trailer. And it turns out uh, Digital Foundry did a breakdown on it because they had access to the uh, you know not just the YouTube video but uh, a direct you know three gigabyte video file uh, straight from straight from uh, Rockstar. And Rockstar said that all of the footage in that video was captured raw from a PS4 Pro. And the thing is, Microsoft also put out a, vi- a version of that video, but the footage in their video was the same. It was captured from a PS4 Pro. Oh, they they just had to uh, they just had to uh, superimpose their button prompts on top of it on the UI for things you know like. They had to replace, you know, X with A. Don't they, I felt a, I felt a little bad for them, but especially because, as you're about to say, and you're right, the Xbox One X version should technically be better than the PS4 Pro well, version. Not only that, but technically, then you are taking something as passing it and passing it off as something it's not. They, they've yeah. shown PS4 Pro footage and made it look like it's Xbox footage, which it is not. Now, mm. technically the Xbox One X will be capable of producing better graphics ever so slightly than the PS4 Pro, but still. Be interesting, though. It will be interesting to see if uh, Rockstar decide not to... Uh, I suppose it's a, it must be an interesting type of for a big company like that, whether or not they would be cautious or not pissing off one company over the other. You know, they might say, no, we're going to use the same... It's going to run at the same resolution and the same frame rate and with the same assets as on the PS4 Pro on the Xbox One X because they don't want to piss off Sony, but then that might piss off Microsoft. Yeah. But then if you're Rockstar, I think you can write your own fucking checks. There is that, and I would choose to piss off Microsoft because (laughs) Sony are dicks sometimes. Well, they've already pissed off me because they're still not saying if and when it's going to come out on PC. Right. Mm. You, know, you should care about this. <laughs> I know, I know. Latin um, aside, done. <laughs> sorry. Um, QuakeCon happened. Yeah. So um, this, this is a few. Was news, there sorry. actually any quick news? No. <laughs> Certainly none that anyone noticed. We got Doom Eternal footage by. God, that looks incredible. Oh, mm. my God. It looks so cool. Oh, it, yes. It just looks awesome. I mean, the, the other Doom is pretty awesome in itself, but this looks amazing. Have you run Doom on your new computer? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> good shit. <laughs> I I bought it to run on the computer. I've already it's... got the PS4 version uh, mm. since it came out, but I yeah I went and bought the uh, PC version in St- uh, Steam sale, and by God, it's breathtaking. Mm-hmm. If I turn off VSync, it will hit 300 frames a second. It's so it's bizarrely well optimized. Yeah, it, it's by far the best running thing. Yeah, pretty much on anything. They, they they really did take that idea of Doom runs on anything, the old joke from the 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 original Doom, and they've tried their best to make that a running gag with this one too. Yeah, uh, good on them. Uh, yeah. And, you know, even breaking it down to the Switch, it still looks pretty good on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Um, right. I didn't buy it a third time to play on the Switch, so I, I don't have it on that. It's, mm. it's, it's a good game. It's not buy it three times for no reason. Good. Yes, yeah. you know, just one of those things. Uh, but this this one was just breathtaking. Uh, the the big thing I heard is that they're saying it will launch on the Switch. Yep, that came out slightly after. I don't think it, that was during the show, but slightly after they put out some tweets saying, "Yeah, this is yeah coming to the Switch at launch as well." Uh, which I'm surprised they didn't mention that during the show because that's awesome. It it really is. Um, it it th- shows a continual uh, effort towards that idea of optimizing it for fucking everything. Absolutely. And, it, and so when 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 is this coming out again? Just remind that's, me. That's the one thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, we we're we're not. I don't think we're sure. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. But given how like in depth they went, we you know we saw quite a lot of gameplay footage, and they gave away quite a lot. I would wager we will have this before the end of the year. Because I am in a, I this is becoming a pickle for me. The amount of things that are coming out, uh, quarter four. Because I'm looking at Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Hitman Two. Um, mm. uh, what else? Oh, so Doom, if it comes out, Doom Eternal Fallout if it comes 76, out. Fallout seventy six potentially. Um, poten- I mean, is the the next Wolfenstein is that due this year? Is that twenty nineteen? I'm not sure. Again, it won't be this. So. Year. I don't think it'll be this year because no, they didn't even show, you know, the the, the trailer for that back at uh, E3 was, you know, no gameplay at all. It was all just voiceover and animatics. Okay. In which case, okay, so park that one. But yeah, I'm looking at. I would expect that potentially... maybe closest like any April next year. Yeah. But I'm sort of looking down the barrel of potentially five AAA releases that I want to play. Mm-hmm soon as and that isn't happening and so and you don't have a switch because i don't have a switch <laughs> i've got no. most of those and smash brothers and oh god what else is coming there's piles of stuff mm. that, that is all switch exclusive and i'm still catching up with stuff yeah so well yeah because you have that pile of limited run fucking games I've not even to touched those. I've not even touched those. <laughs> Only one of those has arrived so far, though. By the way, they still owe me another four. Oh fucking hell! Um, you know, as quick and often as they come out. But mm. yeah, I've still got to catch up with loads of stuff from this year and the tail end of last year. And this damn plus, you're of- buying goddamn PS2 games. Only occasionally. <laughs> Only occasionally. Um, you know, and and this is I'm neglecting. 3ds games and then this fucking pc came into the house with games and so it's it's all just a mess really 
kind of, I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and God, I'm just looking at my Switch wish list now. Fire Emblem Warriors. All kinds of shit on here. Tiny Barbarian. Things I don't even know what they are. I just saw <laughs> I just saw what they were a Switch game, so I put them on my Amazon. Hello, list. what do you do? Yes. <laughs> I play so many games where I don't know what it is till I turn it on. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Still gotta do that. Uh, yeah, I know. It's just oh, it's stressful. So, yeah. Whenever I uh, I tuned into the um, the Twitch the, the live stream of QuickCon just in time for the Doom uh, footage, and then I heard later on that they had done stuff for uh, no wait actually as I tuned in they were doing stuff on Morrowind or not Morrowind on um, Elder Scrolls Online right they were going over like a, uh, the next expansion for that and then they went into the Quake stuff and then or into the Doom stuff then later on I heard they did all this stuff and then I was thinking. Wow, it's I'm I'm surprised they didn't go into any Fallout seventy six stuff. Click reload. Uh, so it turns out this the, QuakeCon has become the, their second E three showcase. Yeah, because they covered everything, uh, even Rage two, apparently. Uh, so the, yeah, they got we got some more Fallout. We got a considerable amount more Fallout seventy six information. I'm just going um, down the list here. There's a hell of a yeah. lot. Do you know what? I sort of I read that a couple of times, but I don't know if I'm any clearer on exactly what it you know this all means. Is, is such I I feel like I actually need to watch the videos, and I haven't yet. I but do, I sort yeah. of yeah. I, I feel like I need to watch the video. I don't really feel any better informed by the list. It's not the list's fault, <laughs> but just sort of reading it through. I just thought of you know it, it didn't. I didn't feel enlightened, especially it's very as. As to what exactly, yeah. I, as to what exactly I can you know expect as someone who's you know buying this primarily to to just roll on my own essentially, what I can expect from it if yeah. anything. So because they they went over a lot of like features, yeah. But the the core experience, uh, there are things and a lot of the stuff they went over I kind of liked. Um, a lot of how it works, I I quite like the new perk system. I like the idea of being able to, uh, well, three up. I'm so, every time they bring something out, I think, oh, that's an interesting thing. And then I see the other side of it. Mm. Because I was thinking about this. Um, they were talking about how they're going to deal with griefers and how their sort of PvP system is going to work. And uh, so hard to put into words. What I'm wondering is. There are no NPCs in this game. You get all of your missions from notes or hollow hollow discs uh, that you find. So there's no characters in it other than the other people that you encounter. And as someone who really values the Fallout games for story. Yeah, and the lore and all and that lore, sort of stuff. That, yeah. This seems like it, you know. And Bethesda are great at uh, environmental storytelling, there's no doubt, but to rely entirely on that, it seems like a misstep. Yeah. Uh, well, especially where, where, sort of where in geographically they're putting it in the US, the time they've chosen to yeah. do it, and all that sort of stuff. It, it feels like there's so much, there's such a rich vein of, of Fallout lore there to explore, and it just feels like that it's just going to be window dressing, essentially, and... Uh, yeah, that, that is a bit disappointing. 
Yeah, I mean, I think about uh, Elder Scrolls Online, and they sort of where they did where they decided to to do that 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 does have NPCs and story missions and stuff. But the core idea, the core thing of, and the problem I have with a lot of MMOs is the fact that the status quo can never change. That you know, the world that you enter into in your first hour is the world as it will be throughout your entire playthrough. You know, things will never really change world of warcraft players are having shit fits about um lore changes that are happening coming up to their you know the next expansion there are like people you know fucking threatening to boycott because of uh, some stuff that happened in cinematics but the actual game when you, you in is virtually it's the same as it was the day before and that's you know what is worrying me about fallout 76 that there's not going to be any great story for and if that's what you want then it doesn't feel like there's going to be a lot there for you well it does really sort of unfortunately it sort of brings to mind that i mean part of what i when they announced it i was surprised because obviously it's not really relatively very long after fallout 4 Mm -hmm. and i think the reason is well they haven't had to do anything all they've had to do is make an environment and they're just going to plonk people in it so Mm -hmm. they haven't had to craft you know tons and tons and hours and hours and hours of story and npcs and all this sort of thing it's just going to be a a sandbox yeah and it's very important that while they have been like uh, they've done they've gone out of their way to reaffirm oh no you can totally play this by yourself you know whenever people have talked about you know well what if i don't want to play an mmo what if i'm not you know i don't want to be a social butterfly they're like no no you can totally play this on your own but they've never at no point in any of this have they talked i don't think i i don't think todd hart has said the word story once no and when you're talking about fallout that's kind of a red flag to me i'm also uh, one of the things i'm saying even though i i kind of like the uh the, the idea of the perks that can be swapped out and you can basically kind of rebuild your character at any time throughout the game within reason one thing that kind of had me was a big part of the Fallout games is replayability. It's, you know, go jumping back in and making different decisions than you made last time, making a different character, you know, to experience uh, different outcomes and different playstyles. And I have a funny feeling they're going to, uh, they've yet to announce anything about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if you were limited to one character. Yeah. Uh, or at least again, one at a time. To- if they want to restrict griefing, that's that's how they've got. They're going to have to have that policy because they can't yeah. have people getting banned coming in with their alternate account, this account, that account. So yeah, it's going to be probably uh, one for yeah. one. Yeah, or maybe they'll. Uh, you know, uh, one thing they did. They did. Uh, I mentioned last week that I was worried about was modding. I thought that they were going to come down hard on modding on this. That the you know they weren't going to allow it. They did mention that uh, they're going to be allowing private servers. People can set up their own servers and they will be allowing modding. But I'm guessing that's going to be, you know, just on the private servers. They're not going to be running you know mods what? on. I feel know. like this is this is going to be Conan Exiles Fallout version. Possibly. It, yeah, I mean, it's got a, a Are campaign. Are you saying I can course. rock out with my cock out? It might be. Or, or I meant more in the idea that it's just going to become, you know, there's there's a single player campaign, but it's not very well optimized. But mostly they want you to play the online thing, which is just a fucking wasteland if you want to go and have it i mean there's lots of news articles there's news articles that i've read that you know the just wholesale griefing i mean like you have like sort of 
groups of people who will wall off physically wall off sections of the map from mm. other people so they can't get to story points and things like that and just terrible racist sexist bullshit and yeah i mean and you know the people who make conan exiles have said you know we've got all these private servers and it'll be fine and we've got mods and it's not working <laughs> no i was unaware that it was still a thing i thought that died no, long ago uh yeah yeah it is i'm i'm they just they do not I, even the thing they were talking about but uh, the way they were saying that the way they're discouraging griefing is if you if you kill someone and the, whenever you uh, if you fire at someone you're you'll do a tiny bit of damage to them and then if they acknowledge you and fire back then you enter into a real firefight and you can you know take each other out and you earn xp through that and you can earn some some caps and some loot and that's okay because it's considered consensual you know the person okayed it by you know retaliating to you um but they said that you know with that in place you can still chip away at someone until they're dead and the way that they're going to deal with that is that if you do that you gain nothing from it you gain no experience you get no caps i don't think you get any loot and not only that but everyone is alerted to your presence on the map you become a, a map marker and uh, you can't see anyone else on the map anymore. And whenever uh, there's a bounty on you, and when they, whenever someone kills you, that comes out of your own uh, caps. And they're saying this is to discourage griefing, which is totally something that is required in an MMO. Mm-hmm. It's not very fucking Fallout. Uh, Fallout 3, one of the first major decisions you can make is to nuke a town of innocent bystanders for your own fun and profit. I would do that. And the worst that I you have is that some people... I, I, I saved and quit. You know, the, the awesome thing of, of save files. Uh, you know, it's, I'm fully... I You know, if someone offers me a chance to be evil, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> but to go from that to... If you kill someone who didn't want you to, you will be punished. I mean, that just doesn't seem right to me. It's going to be in there, though. It's, Otherwise, yeah, it just becomes a nightmare. Just why, you know, the, the <clears throat> it's, they're taking another step away from the idea of Fallout as, as an RPG, as something where you make your own choices and make your own character. It just doesn't... I I would be much happier if this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Me too. I mean, to the point that when I'm playing those games, I fuck off the companions. I just want to go and do my own thing. Like that was the thing in Fallout Four. The minute I could get rid of whoever was hanging around with me, I did. Because I mean, well, I picked them up for the sake of the achievement of of (laughs) them all, and then left them exactly where I, I found them because. The lot, I need to just go and do my own thing. I don't need you blowing my cover, chatting shit about my decisions. Just fuck off and let me get on with it on my own. Um, so, yeah, that is that is my policy when it comes to all RPGs anyway. It is my deal. I'm going to go and do my own thing. Yeah. Stop making me have to carry around all this dead weight and, you know, this whole thing of it being an MMO. I mean, it's going to be, they're going to have all these nice policies, but as soon as you ju- jump in these things, you know you're going to be there for three seconds and someone will fire a mini nuke up your jacksie and then that will be that. And- it's so it's so disappointing because uh, I remember in the sort of the wake of Father 4, it was a couple of years 
Uh, well, no, about a year after it launched, Todd Hart came out and said he kind of admitted that uh, a voiced protagonist, while it was nice and it was a nice experiment, it was kind of a failure because it limited so much what they could do with character choice. The, but the fact that they had to put in the resources to recording all these lines, they just could not have the same variety of uh, uh, story choices that you could by having an unvoiced narrator, as was the case in every Fallout game previous. And I was kind of like, oh, nice, he's recognized that that's a mistake, and so hopefully the next Fallout game will be have broader character choice. And it seems that Fallout 76 is narrowing it even further. I, I still feel like after this, there'll be another normal Fallout game. Like Fallout yes, 5. Yes, but I think... Yeah, oh, there'll be a Fallout 5, but I'm thinking that the fact that we have Fallout 76 postpones Fallout 5 by a considerable, considerable number of years. I, because they've be. said they will not be giving Fallout to uh, another studio or... I doubt they'd even give it to one of you know the other Bethesda-owned studios. Well, yeah. I mean, because it's got to be after the next Elder Scrolls now, and it surely. I mean, and yeah. that's a that's a way off yet. That's a ways off, yeah. Um, which again was it seems to, has been put off by Elder Scrolls Online. So it it's so irritating because I I would actually like to see a Fallout from Arcane Studios, the guys who do uh, who did Prey. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see their take, you know, with Bethesda sort of standing over them, making sure they don't fuck anything up. Uh, Maybe one day. Perhaps. Not today. And that's the end of the news. See, it wasn't that sparse. Mm, we got, yeah, thanks, Philip. Yeah, cheers, Phil. That was, that was very good of you. So now we're on to what have we been playing? I'm going to jump in right away. Okie dokie. I'm going to tell you what I am going to play, because while we were talking, I bought Wolf, I bought Wolfenstein: Shadow of the Colossus for the PC. Because it's on yeah. offer on Fanatical.com. I got it for thirteen pounds thirty-three pence. That is a bargain. Because I'm glad you, if you finally play it, then we can finally talk about the plot. Because yeah. me and Mike have been <laughs> fucking bananas, <laughs> not talking about it. Because when we when we played it a few months back when it came out, um, all I wanted to do was talk about the the plot, but we couldn't because you hadn't Rich hadn't played it. So right. uh, yeah, get on with it so we can talk about it. <laughs> okay, I'll do that then. So I, I've got that. Um, also, what have I been playing this week? I got. An NES Classic Mini. Ah, you can. Ah, cool. So I've been playing games off that. Wow, that must have cost you like £300. It did. It did. <laughs> it cost $49.99. I got it from game. Um, that, that TX one. is still charging like 60 quid for them. It's hilarious. Yeah, don't, honestly, people, really, just they're $49.99. That's what they cost, brand new. That, that it wasn't hard it wasn't special i didn't have to seek it out i went to the game website and i i clicked on the appropriate buttons until it appeared and then bought it and it arrived the next day really um it's delightful it's it's a truly delightful thing i recommend that everybody get one <laughs> um it's got the same that you know if you've got your raspberry pi there with its many things it doesn't do anything that that doesn't do as such apart from your, your cool little 
save points are easier to deal with and that sort of thing. But it is a nice thing and the games on it are actually pretty fun and infuriating and make me want to throw the controller, which would not go far. <laughs> it would bounce back and whip you in the face. Uh, if it if it would reach my face, uh, the <laughs> wire on it must be a foot long. It's it's a bit longer than that, but not much. It's, that was an odd choice on their part. It is remarkable how short that wire is. I am and stunned. Now that I think about it, extra irritating that they did not revise that for the second batch. Yes, because the hardware inside was revised. Was it, is it really? a different? It's a different board on the inside. I think they uh, they streamlined some of the manufacturing processes. Well, that uh, makes sense. so it is actually a slightly different. You could probably tell if you opened it up and look, you know, compared it to online, whether you've got an initial batch or a second batch. There were even differences, slight differences in the boxes. I have like no idea what, what I have here. Yeah, I have whatever game I've got in, or have recently sold. I was just I was just thinking there. I'm amazed. I'm, oh, it's been a while since I've looked, but uh, I do wonder if there is like a Raspberry Pi. Someone someone has made a Raspberry Pi interface that emulates the the SNES or NES classic mini interface. I feel like I've actually already seen that. Probably it is. It sounds like something someone would do. Yeah, I think I've already I'd like seen to see screenshots <laughs> of that. Um, it's a lovely interface. It's, yeah. it's basically identical, and I knew it would be. It was identical to the SNES Classic Mini that I got last year, and it, it's uh, the controllers are so nice to use. It's, I, I'm really liking it, really Good. liking it, and I'm quite into Double Dragon Two for some reason. I didn't expect that, but there you go. <laughs> uh, I've also been reminded that I am so shit at Mario games. It's, I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna play them. <laughs> Fuck those games. <laughs> Who says you have to be good at every type of game? I'm good at some games. I'm awful at others. Platform games seem to be in the bad to awful region of my abilities. So, you know what? Super Mario Brothers might be a classic that I've never played all the way through, but fuck it. Um, I'm having more fun with Castlevania. Oh, oh really? Because that's, you know... It's a harder game, but it's less, hard. It's yeah. less precise jumpy. Right. Than, a, than a Mario game. And I think it's that that does my head in. In fact, I can tell you, having recently played Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, it is that that does my head in. <laughs> um, Recession platforming. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Fair enough. But I, I kind of want to play through the original Legend of Zelda, and I'm not going to play Mega Man 2. Metroid, uh, Pac-Man's on there, Ninja Gaiden, which is... Again, another legendary hard game. Uh, but it's it's a nice thing to have. I'm quite pleased I got it. So that's what I've been playing that. And of course, Do you have it set up beside the other mini? Just looking all nice? I might. Ah, cool. They, they nice. might be on my computer desk. Ooh, very nice. Because they... Yeah, I've got such a wonderful setup. It, it feeds into the capture card on the PC... <laughs> which also outputs HDMI to one of the monitors. So I, I play totally. It's kind of lag-free through the capture card, but it's it's not. It's, mm. it, and it, you, as the longer you play, the worse it gets. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, sort but, of cumulative lag, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can play it straight through the HDMI out, which is, is lag-free, and it's glorious. I was Yeah, I was streaming it on Twitch the other night. 
at three in the morning, so nobody watched. But I did it, and <laughs> you can see me get frist- frustrated with uh, Double Dragon Two. So uh, yeah, I heartily recommend getting yourself a NES Classic Mini if you can at forty nine ninety nine. Don't fucking pay anything more than that. Least yeah. of all to CEX, <laughs> right? Because they're just scumbags for that. Really, I just so badly hope that they have warehouses for all the damn things. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. So, there you go. Emma? Emma? Right. Okay, so, yeah, apart from being down a hole um, in Minecraft still, um, uh, I've been playing... But is is the hole bigger? Is the hole bigger at least? the hole's bigger. There you go, that's... You know, you gotta have goals in the hole. The only thing that gets bigger by taking away from it. A riddle that I worked out when I was a kid and was very proud of myself. Um, Anyway, uh, apart from that, I've been playing Dot 2 Infinity uh, because I got a free copy of it to review. And, um, yeah. Is it shit? Uh, I think... mm, I don't (laughs) want to... I mean, the thing. my problem is it's kind of twofold in that um, it's fun. I mean, because... The story of it, because they present it... If you skinned it of Doctor Who, would you play it? No. There we go. (laughs) That is the thing, because fundamentally it is Candy Crush. (laughs) Actually, sort of a less sophisticated Candy Crush. Um, It's basically match three gameplay. Um, Different levels that throw in different obstacles at you. And those obstacles are either ludicrously easy or basically impossible and only obtainable only possible via luck and there is nothing in the middle right so um, did they send this to you to review or just to gloat at their psychopathic tendencies of destroying something you love just because they can <laughs> for money they sent it to us to review um, right, okay. we ask basically, only for your tears in return yes sir I'll ask you for my pain um, oh because uh, as you know Mother Half Chuck uh, runs the uh, is part of the uh, the the group that run the uh, News and Time and Space, which is an unofficial Doctor Who news aggregator and uh, review page. Um, so yeah, we got a review copy uh, for that, and I stuck my hand up and said I would review it. Um, <laughs> and I've played it. I think I put about just sort of in bits and pieces five hours in. And I today turned around to Chuck and said, do you know what? I don't play anymore. I had that <laughs> thing of um, that I had. Do you remember when I played Far Cry 1? And yeah. yeah. I, when we were talking about on the show, because as Rich has noted, my kind of in, in that insane devotion to ringing every ounce of everything out of any game I play. Um, and it's quite rare that I just sort of go, do you know what? I don't play anymore. And yeah. I've sort of reached that point with Doctor Infinity. Uh, the way it's set up is um, they've they've uh, constructed. They sort of there's different levels with all these lots of sort of mini level match three things in it. But it's set like a comic book, so essentially, you know, it tells you the story like in panels of a comic, and then to move on to the next bit of the comic, you you solve a match three puzzle. Um, and it's voice acted, and it looks beautiful. And all the effort has gone into that part and none of it has gone into the game part of it whatsoever. Um, It's, yeah, like you say, if it it had nothing to do with Doctor Who, I would not look at this game twice. And I think the 
they it, it was not ever built for mobile. I think it's going to go to mobile, uh, mobile gaming platforms soonish, because uh, you can get it on Steam at the moment. That right. there are points in the game where I feel like if this this, this is a, a mobile game where this was the point where they would say you can buy some power-up crystals and go past this level. Mm-hmm. And obviously this being a Steam game, they can't do that. So you just have to fail over and over and over again until you sort of either luck in, you know, luck into passing the level. Or they're possibly waiting until uh, the reviews, the slightly positive reviews come in before they add the microtransactions, you know, to the mobile version. Here's the other part of this. Um, I haven't I haven't read any reviews. I mean, just because where, where we started the podcast, I don't. Are wanna... you telling me that you don't read everyone else's reviews before you come up with your own? Isn't that no. what journalists do? What yeah, actual game reviews do? Um, but just from where you know, because I follow Doctor Infinity on Twitter just to keep up, see if there's any news or anything that comes up. Well, before I write anything down, uh, they obviously have been retweeting things that other people are saying about it. And everyone likes it apart from me. Well, you will find that they are being uh, somewhat yeah, I know they're being selective, uh, editorial but I mean, with the, the, yeah, the but things. Yeah, but also, I mean, because, you know, I follow Doctor Who pages on Facebook and other, you know, other things, you know, things they're not retweeting on Twitter. And, yeah, everyone likes it apart from me. Hmm. I mean, even looking, when I skimmed, there was a couple of reviews on Steam that I just sort of skimmed because, obviously, they're just little kind of, and everyone's giving it a, th- a thumbs up. Apart from me, <laughs> I mean, I do check those reviews though to see how many of them re- did receive it for free, because not everyone yeah. has your uh, your ethical standards. A lot of people will be just be set wanting this because in the hope that the next thing that comes from uh, whatever game studio you know working with Doctor Who is, they also get another free copy. So the thing is, because this company that have made this game also made previously a, a game called Doctor Who Legacy, which yep. was a purely mobile game, which is again was a match three thing, but it had a, a sort of another element that you could, through passing levels, you could uh, get characters and those characters different abilities, and then you could level them up and build a squad, and then you select your squad depending on what enemies you're gonna to have to battle at the battery thing and then you match the gems to get power-ups and stuff like that so it had an element of strategy to it on top and i did play that for a little while and it wasn't it was more interesting it was far more interesting than dot two infinity is to right. me anyway so i know that they can make a game which has um more interest in it just being a purely candy yes yet another candy crush ripoff but i really feel like they just put every ounce of effort into the 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 presentation and the story and the production value and then just went oh shit we're supposed to put a game in this right yeah Yeah. and i think the price point is kind of too much for what they're asking because obviously the price point reflects the fact they've had to they've got voice actors uh well they've got like michelle gomez who plays missy in to do mm. the voice, got Ingrid Oliver who who plays uh, someone else in uh, in Who to come in and do voices. Katie Manning who was a companion back in the day to do voices. So um, not not Capaldi know. then. No, it oh. is selective. All oh, um, right, I thought they did. Right, okay. No, it's not Capaldi that I've heard. Um, do they have any of the doctors? Uh, I so I haven't played over all the levels, so I don't know right. if they're getting any of the doctors at any point. I was just assuming um, that it featured multiple doctors because every Doctor Who game seems to have to feature multiple doctors. 
Well, I mean, it does in the fact because you you know you can select what comic book you want to play, and played one which is Twelve Doctor and Missy and the Twelve Doctor Companions. The next one is Third Doctor and Joe. Oh, right, the okay. one is the Fourth Doctor. So, um, you know, the the, the comics obviously it's, it's sort of done from the point of Joe is narrating the comic book to you. Right. So that's where the voice acting element comes in. Um, I think the price point reflects the fact that they've had to pay all these people money to come in and do voiceovers for a couple of weeks because they are charging you £9.29, I think was the last time. No, I will not. And they had day one (laughs) DLC. He asked so nicely. (laughs) Uh, They had day one DLC as well, which was just Mm. done, I think, £4 something. So it's already 13 quid for a match free game. Mm. And there's more DLC coming. I mean, DLC, that's half the price of the game. It is. I mean, usually, you know, whenever you get that, it's for a season pass, which will contain all of the DLC. Well, I mean, considering that the sort of games you can get for a tenner on Steam, the so things like Vista Cleanup yeah. Retail. I mean, there's so much. <laughs> there's so much. I mean, I just don't think it's in that in that level of quality. I mean, in terms of gameplay, that level of quality. I mean, considering there are so many like AAA 60R games on Steam that I, if, if, if they are over a tenner, I go... Mm, not sure yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they may be uh, overestimating their chances here. Yeah, yeah so I, I've, yeah, yeah, I just feel like the, the actual gameplay involved, I would say I won't knock the production value, I won't knock the, the voice acting, the art style they've chosen. I love all of that. That's very interesting. But the gameplay and the price point are just two massive deal breakers for me. I I really hate shit like this, you know. It's and you can spot it a mile away because it's Doctor Who. They could there could be so many great games. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not a Doctor Who game. It's a game the BBC with Doctor just Who don't know. on it. Yeah, There's you know? the BBC. You know, we need a the BGC, the British Gaming Corporation. We need that. You know, we need them to buy up someone big. So I would say if you want the best Doctor Who game that's out there is the Doctor Who levels from Lego Dimensions still by a long shot. Lego Dimensions is now dead. So (laughs) that means they are flogging the sets cheap. So if you even if you just get the base game, so with the base, I mean it's a bit more expensive because you are paying a you know a Lego premium or whatever, but it's way cheaper the the base games. It's about you know forty fifty quid, probably much cheaper if you can find a copy on eBay. There's like a an hour and a half's worth of Doctor Who content in there, which beats seven stages of shite out of every other Doctor Who game that's ever been made. So I do wonder if. Um... You know, maybe in like a year from now, when all of those sets are sold, whether they'll do a final version of the game which just has all of the content. You know, um, you don't have you don't could, have to. They couldn't physically get it in one box. That's the only thing. No, I mean just the game, the video game. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, maybe. not with the not with the the figures. You know, a version where you don't have to have the Lego sets. Oh, I think that'd be difficult. I mean, if you didn't have any of the, it the, would piss people off. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you would make that work because it was quite the whole point of moving things around the board was quite fundamental in that game. But oh, yeah, I mean, right, if they okay. could do it, if they could do it, then yeah, I, I would. Maybe they would. But um, yeah, I just, I, 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 I wish I had something more positive to say about these things. But yeah, I'm sort of in the thing of you with you, Rich. That it's a bit like how I got burned by the X Files game that came out a few months ago on mobile. Yeah, that I was kind of so crushed by because you know I, my my wait to have a a game that is actually a Doctor Who game that is a decent thing. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. Goes on. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like the fact that I will never enjoy a Serbian game. They're just not going to make it. Well, now now the Wii's kind of dead. You, I mean, because that was perfect. Because you with that nunchuck, yeah. you know, because you actually had to oh, skull yeah. fuck someone to death. It's Would right there. It's you know, it's the right shape. Yeah. You know. We'll never know. We'll never know. And on that note. Uh, slightly tangentially to that, uh, I have been pissed off uh, by Google this week uh, regarding Doctor Who because they keep trying to get me to look at the leaked uh, TARDIS set photos. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, just, yeah, no, do go away. Don't. don't. I, I'm being so good. You've only got like six weeks to wait. I know. It's but gonna, it's... Apparently it's October, so just yeah. hang on, be strong. And then yeah. is it like proper on? Or are they going to yeah. do like, here's a special and then you'll see the rest maybe in 2023? No, proper on. <laughs> proper on. Then a Christmas, right. Proper on and possibly a Christmas special. I hate the oh. BBC for doing that. Yeah. Here's an episode of that thing you really like. Maybe one day we'll make another. Bye. What? <laughs> just... <laughs> What? Meanwhile, here's another Only Fools and Horses special. We thought out David Davis. I, I would David like Jason. one of those. Fuck. Not David Davis. Fuck him. <laughs> David Jason's still alive. I know. That's how he's alive. They keep him on ice. They freeze him. They thaw him out whenever they need him. No, he's not dead. That's what. That's why that program's called A Touch of Frost. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for listening to our show, everybody. I didn't go. I was going to say, Mike has done oh, his game, yeah? Oh, shit, sorry. I can only take that as a deliberate diss. Like, what, yeah. I, I would like to think that this would help other people that I do shows with and often forget. Yeah, uh, but they're not me. Well, I know. I mean, what I'm saying is essentially it's not because of them. It's because of me. So <laughs> that that's all. Please, please go now. <laughs> oh, you want to hear now? Oh, I want to hear. Right, okay. I want to hear. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, this week I have been uh, mainly playing one thing, and that has been Yakuza 0. Um, I Now that the technical problems with it are fixed, I've just been putting hours upon hours into it. And much like with any game like this, I've there's like 18 chapters to the main story. I'm in like chapter 6, and I've already done half of the side missions. <laughs> Because they are just easily the best part of it. Um, I, I do love the contrast between the super serious main missions where it's all life and death and hyper emotion. And then I had to undertake a, a, a stealth mission to buy a, a wank mag from a vending machine for a 10 year old boy. Oh, I think I've just seen Alison do that one. It was so good. <laughs> It was so good. I had to buy a little boy, a foreign magazine from a vending machine. And I was like, I mean, there was so many things going on beside the, you know, the moral and ethical and legal ramifications. behind. I was like, Japan, where you can get wank mags from a vending machine. I had to go into a newsagent. And you could look, go in the forest and find them. I had everyone to, else. I, but I had more stones than that. I had to, I had to look a pretty girl in the eye. <laughs> as I handed this thing over to her and just in Japan you go down an alley there's a vending machine you put some money in you get a shrink wrapped porno magazine <laughs> it really is the future over there Even and this is set in 1988 so what's My it like God. now I mean yes I'm surprised they don't have like page. I'm surprised they don't have the Boris bikes but it's for like wank sleeves I'm, just I'm, pay as you go I'm searching Japanese vending machines on YouTube. 
I mean, that's just hours of fun watching those. Uh, yeah, I broke up. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's so it's so Japanese in how quickly the tone can shift uh, between hyper serious, hyper you know, uh, almost you know melodramatic. To I had to uh, I followed a girl and I had to help break up uh, a bunch of schoolgirls who were being forced to sell their underwear to strangers. That's the thing. That's the thing you do in this game. And then I went and I raced my little pocket racer car around a circuit for hours on end. That I th- uh, Allison does loads of the pocket racer cars. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so I'm just absolutely loving it. And I want to, um, you know, again, it's like, it's like, uh, it's bizarrely, it is like uh, the Witcher. I'm, I'm, I'm resentful of you that I'm not playing it right now. <laughs> um, so that has been the most thing that I've been. There's been. Um, I, I'm also shocked by. I, I was shocked by the fact that I knew going in that uh, it, I knew that it was a prequel, and I knew that it was. Uh, you play two different characters. Uh, you play series regular Kiryu, uh, and I assumed that the other character you play was his his best mate in it, uh, Nishiki. Yeah, who's with him throughout the story. I was kind of. I was really surprised by the fact that you play a character called Goro Majima. Who, I've I I, I didn't com- I haven't completed Yakuza One yet, but I played through at least half of it, and that struck me as odd because sure enough, Majima is in that as a side character. Yeah, and he's kind of an antagonist. He's a weird character in this. In he's Yakuza really one. he's really weird. Um, his whole thing is that he wants to fight mm. you at your best, and because you're out of prison, you're rusty. He constantly roams the map. And when he sees you, he will challenge you to a fight and they get progressively more and more difficult. And every so often you have, uh, you know, these really weird elaborate, like he stages uh, a zombie invasion at one point to, in order to make you fight as if you thought your life depended on it. And he is a really like weird eccentric character. So I was kind of, I was amazed to find that uh, in uh, Yakuza Zero, he is the secondary protagonist. You jump between them who that you know in different cities and at the same time period, and he's a much more uh, he's he's less eccentric. So I'm hoping I'll I'll see in this what drove him a little nutty. You will. I'm I'm really hoping that because uh, and also I, I've only just got into the part of the game uh, that has been hinted at so far where you as carrier you have to you start uh, a real estate business and you start buying up uh, properties around his block of the city. Uh, and assigning managers to businesses and collecting money and, you know, protecting your, your turf. And now I'm going into the next chapter of uh, Majima's story where he uh, is go- I'm going to be running, they call them cabaret clubs, but basically I'm going to be hiring a range of escorts. This is what Alison spent yesterday doing. Yeah. Was running that, that thing as Majima. Um, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. a hostess club where men pay to come and spend the evening with attractive women. No touching. Or, or not, in, as their personal preference may be, according to the game. As you have to teach these women how to dress and, you know, which ones are cute, which ones are funny, which ones are sexy. You go on dates with them to train them 
to be on dates and that's when the dancing comes in and the karaoke oh the fucking dancing the dancing's i i enjoy the dancing the most and i'm saying all of this merely as a spectator I absolutely have, here's I, the thing about the dancing and the karaoke <clears throat> when you're doing these games and you're matching the things your eyes are targeting the prompts yeah and you are aware in your periphery that there's all this weird shit going on in the background that you know the animation is doing I could not tell you a second of it because you you have to keep your eyes peeled on the prompts. I could not tell you, you know, I'm aware that in one of the karaoke songs it breaks out into like a mad uh, rock and roll stage show, oh, but it, I couldn't tell you any of the details of what happened. It, it's a roller skating show. Okay. Uh, with Majima. And Wonderful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you wait till you see it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Um, but yeah, it is spectacular. I love the dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've many times pointed out, this is what I'm going to do the next time we go anywhere where there's dancing. <laughs> uh, the one thing that is catching me off is that there, uh, like I said, whenever I was playing Yakuza Kiwami, the sort of rem- the remastered version of Yakuza 1, I got the feeling that I should have played Yakuza 0 first because there were lots of nods to Yakuza 0 in Yakuza Kiwami. Uh, little references to characters and references. Uh, I mean, it actually featured footage, because the games were made you know, around the same time. It featured footage from Yakuza 0 in it. And yeah. so I thought, oh, right, I've, I've, I've made the wrong call here. I should have been playing Yakuza uh, 0 first. Now that I'm playing Yakuza 0, it's doing the same goddamn thing, where it's introducing characters and being very nudge-nudge, wink-wink. Because they're obvious, I, I'm aware from the, the nature of the way they're doing it that this is going to be an important character going forward. But I don't fucking know who they are. Well, uh, it's, you know, it's, I, I don't know, I don't think there is a correct way to play these two games. Maybe not. I think it wants me to be playing both at the same goddamn time. Uh, Kiwami 2 is out soon, isn't it? Oh, I should get that ordered. Yeah, you should. Because yeah. that's. Yeah, she's getting that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, and I've been um I've been enjoying the minigames. I've been playing I've mastered the darts minigame and uh I've yet to play the pool one. Uh why does it have to be a fucking steel book? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I quite like the Yakuza Kiwami steel book. It was a nice sort of slipcover type thing that uh it was nice. I'm not I'm not as irrationally disgusted by those as you. Um, but I feel like <laughs> I it's something I shouldn't go into. <laughs> oh, if I get gift wrapping, I don't even have to do that. <laughs> I've no, never had that know. from Amazon. Do you know what? It's nice, but you know it's them. And right. if, yeah. if you got that, if, if you, I, I think if I classed that as me wrapping presents for Alison, I'd lose a, a very treasured body part. <laughs> you know uh, it's it's one of those like you know i've received things like that from people from listeners even over the years that come gift wrap and they they gift wrap it beautifully here's but, the thing though like i i use amazon all the time and i am aware that that is ethically not a great thing to do i'm aware that you know they treat their employees like shit yes but i have no problem you know ordering so- anything you know knowing that they're going to be whipping someone to put it in a box and ship it to me. 
I would have serious reservations about the idea of making that person wrap the thing for me. I think that's what <laughs> I think that might be like the test for whether or not you get into hell. Yeah. Like, it, did you make someone, did you make an Amazon employee gift wrap something for you? Get in the fucking pit. Those people have it hard enough and they really do. <laughs> I mean, it's not a joke. It's fucking yeah, hideous. It's I bad. Would, you know, <laughs> We're all complicit I, in it. I would consider working on the streets before I worked in Amazon. Yeah. Um, I'd probably end up at Amazon because, you know, no one's going to pay for this. But yeah. still, I'm, I'm, I'm still partly mesmerized by a 15-minute-long video of Japanese vending machines as well. It's uh, Yeah, I mean, it is bizarre. And I, I, speaking of vending machines, that was one of my big frustrations with the game last night was that to do the pocket racer, uh, the stunts you have to build your car, and there's a bunch of different, you know, you have your tires, your frame, your uh, battery, your engine, uh, bumpers, uh, stabilizers, all this stuff. And you can, there's a little shop in the game that sells all those parts. As you complete races, you, you get access to more and more parts. But of course, that's not the only place that you can get parts. There are other places in the game. There are missions you can go on to earn uh, particularly powerful parts. Unfortunately, a number of the the highest, you know, most powerful parts are in vending machines. And the way Yakuza Zero does vending machines is very irritating because there are a number of spots around the map that can have a vending machine in them. And those vending machines have different values associated to them. They can be like 10,000 yen, 100,000 yen, or a million yen. And, you know, going back to this, Japan, sort your fucking money out. Um, whenever you enter or exit a building into the city, a certain number of those vending machines are activated. But they are randomized. So if you go to a vending machine once and it's a 10,000 yen, if you go into a building and come out again, it might not be vending or right. it might be 100,000 yen or it might be a million yen. You never know. And the odds of getting the highly valuable parts are random within those specific things. So I knew that I had a part that I had to get from a 100,000 yen vending machine. So I, my only thing was I spent I about... 20 minutes I created a save I would load the save run up to a vending machine see if it was working good it's working is it the right value yes it's 100,000 yen okay I'll put my money in didn't get the part reload the save is it working yes it's working <laughs> is it the right value no it's only a 10th reload the save half a fucking hour I was doing this before I got side stabilizer 2 <laughs> And then I used, I mean, it was slightly good because then I was able to use side stabilizer two to go into the pocket racer tournament and utterly fucking destroy a child. There's a lot of that in the game, it would seem. There's a lot of destroying children and it never, it never gets old. I need to go to Japan and buy one from every vending machine. What's odd is I feel like if I went to Japan, Japan, like a lot of the stuff like their societal standards for what is appropriate and what is not seems like so much weirder to me. And yet I somehow feel like I would be the one who ended up in prison. Yeah, like I'm and not <laughs> whatever it is. 
and I don't want to end up in a Japanese prison. No, I don't either. I I must admit, of of, I'm I'm a happy traveler, but Japan, as much as mm. I would like to go, scares the shit out of me. I feel like you should you would have to take a course before you went to Japan, to like just to make sure that you were not you were going to come back. It, it's it's the one place in the world that is so different to here. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what happens when you're nuked. I gotta say it. That's the thing that differentiates them. It really is. Um, Something is going on. And, yeah, I mean, like, France, it's pretty much like here, just French, you know? I mean, could you imagine if, like, if in Chernobyl they had let people back in to rebuild the place, you know, right away? We would have, like, a second little Japan in the middle uh, of Russia. The wildlife is doing quite well there. Oh, yeah. It's lovely. I'd love to go. Um, There's some seven-eyed fish in the water but they're doing really well oh plinky uh that's the end of our show i have to go and eat now and i'm watching people eat hot dogs from japanese vending machines and i've got to go (laughs) vending i've got to go oh they don't look nice but i i've got what i know are nice hot dogs in the kitchen downstairs so they're they're going in my tummy (laughs) and plus i i think i think i got food poisoning from a from a takeaway and so I, I had like three days where I didn't eat anything. And now my body's like, Rich, we're going to need that three days of food. <laughs> so if on top of regular food, if you could catch up on that previous three days, that'd be really good. Uh, so I'm just hungry now. And I'm, I'm delaying my own gratification. I'll shut up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go and follow us on the things that you follow us on. Uh simply syndicated.com slash everything for the ad free version of the show uh we also have patreon at patreon.com slash simply syndicate which i'm thinking of doing an rss feed of the things ad free version of the show but we'll see and until next week when we come back with more stuff bye bye